What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. I want to talk to you today about something I hear a lot. And it's not just in financial coaching, but it's in life in general. And a lot of people say, go with your gut, trust your gut. And it's something that I see kind of more often in coaching, not just financial coaching, but in coaching in general, in that we tell people, go with your gut. You know, what do you feel? And this is great if you're talking about love, if you're talking about things that we can't quantify, if we're talking about things that don't necessarily have a right or wrong answer, or if it's just exploration or just learning, right? Those types of things. But in finance, there are some right and wrong things. There are some things that we can do that will absolutely make progress, right? Saving for retirement, putting money into a retirement account will absolutely make progress towards getting there. It won't necessarily solve it, but not doing something, not putting money into a retirement account is obviously less impactful than putting money into a retirement account, right? So what I'm saying here is that one of the things that I hear a lot is trust your gut on this. And for a lot of us, we have clients coming in because they have trusted their gut and that gut has made them those gut instincts have made them make some bad decisions like, oh, I, I trust my gut that I want this new set of golf clubs. And so I bought it. I trust in my gut that, you know, my family just needed and deserved this vacation that we couldn't afford or whatever it might be, or buy this car or lease this car or buy this home or get this mortgage or, you know, withdraw this money or, you know, quit my job or whatever it might be. Right. And so there's lots of things that we do because of the emotion and what we trust in ourselves. But in in financial coaching, there is a lot of analytics. And one of the things that I usually say is that feelings are for uh, hobbies, right? Feelings are for things that we want to do, we want to have passion around. But data is good for making policies and making good decisions. Now, they aren't necessarily inextricable. You don't want to make them exclusively or mutually exclusive, right? You want to always have some sort of balance between them. But just always kind of reverting back to saying, trust your gut can put people in some really bad decisions. You know, they say, uh, you know, I want that Mercedes, but I know I should be buying a used car and I want this new um, S-Class. And if you say, trust your gut and you say, listen, I don't know how I'm going to afford that car, but I'm going to do it. These are conversations I've, I've, I've literally had. I have had clients that were spending money that were in a deficit each month that had a mountain of debt. And what they said is, I feel like I'm trusting that something's going to happen in my life, that we're going to have a windfall somewhere, that I'm going to get that big promotion, you know, somewhere, you know, something about this year is, you know, there's going to be something that's going to happen that's going to wipe out all this debt. I really feel it. And maybe you can. Maybe the law of attraction will allow a bunch of money to fall into your lap. But for people to bank on that, to bet on that, I think is a bad plan. That is hope. And that's very much not a strategy, right? And so trusting your gut on some of these things is what has sometimes cause some of these problems. So what I want to do here is obviously we will we will weigh our emotions. We will try to figure out how we can balance like the things that we want in life with what we need. But what I want to do here is use the data. Is this strategy working for you? Is what you have uh, been doing something that has been beneficial to you? And if not, then can we look at this objectively and say to, to do this will be better, to do this would be better, to make decisions based on the data as opposed to the gut. I think that they are, they are kind of on opposite ends of the seesaw. And what we can say here uh, pretty conclusively is that if we're making good data decisions, we should see the results because we know that if we put a dollar here, it's going to be a dollar five with interest on that CD or whatever it might be, right? So we know that and we're not just going on our emotions, which sometimes can be uh, based on 10, 20, 30 years of bad patterns, um, of bad experiences where we are doing something that we think is going to change, that we think is... Um, you know, working against us, but is is ready for um, a reversal, right? I've heard a lot of people say, "Ah, oh, it's a reversion to the mean." Uh, you know, I, you know, I should be making this much money. I'm not, and I haven't made it for 20 years. But at some point, my income has to go up, right? So, um, trusting your gut. 
I'm okay with that. And in, in some cases when it's not consequential uh, in terms of numbers, in terms of you know numbers that affect our finances, then yes, what we wanna do is we wanna find satisfaction, happiness, fulfillment. But when it comes down to money, there might be right and wrong answers. And, and we wanna use data. We wanna use knowledge and experience and some of those things and, 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 and fuse that together with that emotional component and not just say, hey, trust your instincts on this because sometimes instincts have gotten people into trouble. So hopefully that helps. I'll see you later.